Welcome to episode 7 of We're Actually Doing This. We're actually doing this, and I am sitting live with our guest and the co-host. He's not being interviewed today, thankfully. <laughs> I'm here with Dana Woods and Travis Whittington. How are you guys doing? Uh, it's good to be here. I'm doing pretty good. I feel like I've kind of been a part of this show from the beginning, because I'm the snowmobile repair guy, and I was also... Um, mistaken for Casey in the last episode. There was yeah, a hair right? joke, right? There was there a hair was joke. A hair joke. Uh, I actually heard that the guys without hair know the guys that have hair, and they know that they're the ones that are gonna put jokes out there and pick on them and whatnot. But I apologize <laughs> to you for saying what I said. It's just like the first thing that comes I, to my I mind. I feel like if I work in an elementary school with this hairstyle, it is gonna be talked about at some point. So. Another story too is that in third grade I went I go goof around with the kindergarten classes a lot and I went down to Mrs. Langrack's class because her class was arguing over snack time that some of them thought Mr. Ryerson had hair and some of them thought he didn't have hair so I went down there and I let them tug on my hair and they found out that it actually is real How many <laughs> how many kids did it take to yeah, actually exactly. discover that your hair is right? real I'm sh I'm assuming they're just mixing me up with Zach yeah, there's happens. another joke. I, I no, went, Zach will be after me. Well, no, I went four years at Horseman, and everyone mixed me up for Zach, so it's perfectly normal. That's what happens there. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was just struggling because I only know you as Ryerson. <laughs> Ryerson. Uh, well, first name Ryerson, and I met your brother first. So Did you? Like, yeah. Oh, Who's Casey? Yeah. <laughs> Did you meet my brother that has hair, my brother that does not have hair? Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You know what's funny though? Every uh, student that I have that is a Ryerson doesn't go by their first name. They are still Ryerson. <laughs> yeah, <in the> world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we're here with Whittington, and he's one of our trusty twelve. That's kind of diminished a little bit, but he is somebody wanna, that listens. Can I be known every as week. unlucky thirteen? <laughs> yeah, you could be. But he was actually asked. He didn't nominate himself. No, I nominated him to be on the podcast because oh, wow. we're looking forward to talking about the things happening in the steam world over at gene dylan but um i guess first off let's let's talk about life what's happening at the woods household right now are you ready to answer that question oh, what's been going on it's birthday week at my house so is it's it just whose birthday week um my daughter is the 29th my son is the 31st my wife is the fourth oh this is the week where you mess up yeah yeah right <laughs> don't forget right, yeah it's actually my daughter's first birthday on monday oh well. one year old already hey well well my wife kate it's also her birthday april 5th oh yeah. nice it's a birthday it week all around birthday. it's like it was my, it was, I, before i came we were at my mother-in-law's birthday oh, everybody's birthday but mine it's dana's half birthday soon too in case you're wondering <laughs> <laughs> nobody, I don't get to celebrate. nobody celebrates half birthdays yeah <laughs> No, they do in elementary school. <laughs> yeah. My son's a July birthday. We had to bring cupcakes. Oh, yeah, okay, all right, all right, all right. I'd give it to you there. Yeah. Well, good. We look forward to the interview with Travis, so stay tuned and enjoy. I'm like, I'm only as funny as I can be when, when uh, Casey's around. We're actually doing this. An ISD 31 production. We're pumping tires and promoting the magnificent things happening in our area, schools, and community. Mm -hmm. 
Well, welcome back. Like I said earlier, we are here with Travis Whittington and Dana Woods. This is Casey Ryerson. We have the pleasure of interviewing the ex-STEAM STEAM teacher from Gene Dillon Elementary, Travis Whittington. So, how do we want to start this off? Woods, you got it? Well, it's it's great to have someone here from the Tremendous 12. <laughs> yeah. uh, unlucky 13. So unlucky number 13, please. You've had a chance to think about what advice you'd give to yourself uh, when you were in fourth grade. Yeah, my fourth grade advice, it would be that you've peaked. You don't need to go any further. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, my fourth grade self, I think I guess I would tell my fourth grade self that they probably need to listen a little bit more. Um I think that's key, and I think I've realized, too, as I've gotten into this role of a teacher that, like, there is a lot of wisdom out there if your ears are open to it, and I feel like as a kid, um, maybe my ears weren't always open to that knowledge and that wisdom, and it's came to bite me in the butt a few times, um, like when I showed up to college classes, and then my ex-teachers that I might have not been the best kid in class <laughs> with, um, they were my teachers and my advisors. Right. So... I think it's important to just kind of hang back and sometimes just listen. We've talked about this exact thing before. Like, hindsight is the best foresight. Knowing what you've done in the past and understanding and moving forward. Do you listen better now? Or oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, and like that's, I think, I think a lot of my teaching revolves around like, how do I like create the best listening and learning opportunities that kids are going to actually be engaged right. in? Right. Yeah, exactly. Because... How often I sit and talk to my students and I'm like, when I was your age, I know that it was so hard for me to understand that you need to know this or you need to read a little more to get become a better reader or whatever. And how do you relay that message to kids that have... Yeah, yeah. No, we didn't have a care in the world for it then. And I think it all comes back to like the buy-in. The buy yeah. Of it, you know what I mean? Like the better buy-in you can create for kids, like the more engaged they're going to be in your lesson and the better they're going to listen the better they're going to learn the more they're going to take home people talk about relationships and they talk about them for good reason because they are so important so important to have a good relationship with the kids because if you have that then maybe even if it's only three of the kids that listen to you say hey this is something really important yeah yeah and i learn from it yeah and i think like as a specialist my relationship maybe stems from the content that i'm teaching um, so like if we're jazzed up about building arcade games, which is one of our, the things we do, like that pulls in uh, all those kids that are video game kids and like you guys, I mean, yep. we're all Nintendo kids, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of a, a term you've used. I know I've listened to it and I was like, Nintendo kid. I love I know. that. I love that term right? because they're out there. Yeah. And just think of like us, you know, being in a building, being those Nintendo kids and now, you know, the older generation that we're teaching with and sometimes comes to us for help because well yesterday shanahan across the hall her computer wasn't working it was mirroring all goofy i'm like just unplug it for the night go home <laughs> come back yeah. it might be all right yeah it did turn out fine when yeah. she came back the next day believe it or not but how <laughs> these kids now and how much they're introduced to at this age more than we were blowing out the cartridges on a Nintendo 64 or Super Nintendo or whatever. Yeah. How much better they are going to be at this stuff. 
They're going to be teaching us. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> if I was going to tell yeah. fourth grade me something, it'd be like, hey, you know what? You can make a career out of video games and computers right. and, and doing technology. Yeah. Like, like everyone said, well, you're wasting your time. No, obviously I'm not, you know, like here we are. And that's really engaging to kids. And it's really meaningful way to teach a lot of different curricular areas. Right. That's the one thing too, is like the tech piece is it's such a huge umbrella over everything. Like you can add in the literacy, you can add in the math, you know, with the, I have some robots in my room. You can teach angles with them. You can teach sides of shapes, vertices, everything. You can do all of that. And you always start with those standards first. That's your, your number one focus, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, you're throwing me a soft toss here, and I know yeah. where you're going with this. Um, standards definitely do become a part of it uh, eventually, right? I think I think it's more important for, in my position, like I try to take the kids' interests first, and I'm like, how can I make something that's super engaging and fun and then give them the spoonful of medicine hidden somewhere inside of that fun activity? So, for example, talking about arcade games, one of the science standards, the fourth grade one, with it's really physics-based. It's like the speed of an object um, will directly affect how far it travels or jumps or moves. So, Pong? Well, dude, we're doing voxels. <laughs> so the kids yeah. crank up the speed on the character they create. Well, they figure out, whoa, they can jump seven blocks. Compared right. to when they're slow, they can only jump three blocks. Okay? And so... Input output tables, all that stuff. I mean, that's all tied in, but it kind of comes after you build the plane. Right. Well, so they know that concept without knowing the terms and the, the vocabulary that goes with that concept, oh. right? Oh, yeah. Like for that's, sure. and I stew on it how often I talk about, like, just in reading, for example, if a kid does not know what an adjective is, they really actually do know what an adjective is because they use it in their words all the time. They read them all the time. They just don't know what the word adjective means. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So you you have a standard. You build a lesson that is going to embed this stuff into it. But do you really need to teach them that that is the vocabulary that goes with that? Or does that come later? I mean, you're teaching fourth I, and I, fifth grade kids yeah, right yeah. now, too. I, like, I think that is a part of it. Like, you have to probably teach that. But is that the focus? Not at right. all. No, the focus yeah, is on the, the skill, right? Cool. I mean, like, going back to your relationships, like yeah. you're giving them an awesome experience. Yeah. Like when I launch a mission, which is what I call my units, I guess you could say, um, like I literally put the standards up there and we go through them and I'm like, you're going to be doing science standards. Here's what a science standard is. Is it going to feel like you're doing science standards? And all the kids go, no. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, you have to be like, yeah. you want them to just, naturally find that it. themselves Just be a part of that it. process yep. exactly and that's how it should be in every you know everywhere like the missions that you're creating could be worked into a second grade classroom oh yeah, yeah you know you, you have to scale probably yeah, exactly but, but there's no reason that you couldn't pick this up and put this here and the expectation and the scale might be a little bit different of what the end result might be yeah but it's totally applicable yeah so just in case anybody was wondering, we are in Travis Whittington's yard <laughs> in a camper. Heated There's pipe. snow on the ground still. <laughs> Why don't you guess what month it is? Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Here, here the Tremendous 12 had this illusion of this grandeur of a studio. Yeah, right? 
Our studio, it's pretty tight. It's close. We got close quarters. That's why you can hear us so well today. But it, it is, is strange to actually see the guests, though. Like the, yeah. Two weeks ago, it was like seeing each other. Now right. it's seeing all three of us. Yeah, so. it's awesome. This is the way that it should be. Three yeah. tech-savvy guys in a room, and we're all huddled around one microphone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> with no Wi-Fi. Yeah, with no Wi-Fi. <laughs> Tin can. Yeah. Um. I think I, sometimes we ask, I mean, the Tremendous 12 want to hear what you like about working in schools, but you answer that, right? Yeah, it's like no. your passion is right out there. Yeah, so. yeah my best yeah. part of working in a school is just like taking kids' interests, and honestly, they're my own interests. They're things yeah. that I'm oh, passionate yeah. about, and then trying to just like mold them into some kind of an academic experience without right. them even knowing. It's like the big grand illusion. Right. And I love it. So. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because we just talked about some really great stuff. All right. I don't need to talk Buffering. about your role. We Buffering. know what you We know what Buffering. you are. I'm thinking about you know. asking about, we'll cut this, right? Like, we'll, asking about. Oh, we're, we're rolling. This your... is a one-take episode oh, really? here, boys. Oh, one-take episode. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Why, you think I want to sit over my computer all night and edit this? <laughs> this is a great conversation. Uh, well, okay, so what, uh, you've talked about the missions, you've talked about how you go over the standards, and then you have kind of what their roles in. Two-part question. One, how do the students buy into that? And two, where does your inspiration come from for these missions? You touched on it maybe a little. Yeah. Um, I, you know, in the end, and Casey, you know, you used to be in this seat as well as yep. me, and we used to do kind of an exit survey, and it was always like 99.5% of kids enjoyed their time in STEAM. I mean, it was just kind of... Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> not like, to did, two, you, did, you like horn, but... did you like STEAM or not? Yeah, yeah, ninety. Yeah, I, it might even been higher than ninety nine point yeah. five. Yeah. I don't know, but and I think too, like if you design a, you know, I do three or four missions a year. One of them being digital citizenship. Like if you pick a variety of activities, you're gonna probably get everybody. You only need to get a kid once for them to buy into the other things that you're offering too. Right. Um, and that relationship kind of gets built around those buy-ins. Like, hey, I got you once. Hang in there. I might get you again. And I think that's important to just like building that rapport in your classroom. Yeah. Like the kids know that you're serving up something good. Right. Where do you get this stuff? Where do I get this stuff? Where do you get your ideas for the missions you're doing? Oh man, I don't know. I've always been a lifelong computer geek a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was the kid that was told to design a website in middle school and I had it done before I showed up. You right. know what I mean? So I think, I think it's just important too to have like some genuine passion for those things. And I'm like I said, we're, we're I'm a Nintendo kid, and I'm yep. sitting with other Nintendo kids, so they kind of get that. Um, but it's something I grew up with. It's something I spent hours with. Could um, you ever get the free guy, like the unlimited free guys in Mario One? I never was successful at no. that. No, down left, right. <laughs> no, the one where like the, there's like the third stair, and then you like repeatedly jump on the turtle until you. Yeah. Get free lives. See, see, Woods, you peaked at Nintendo. I peaked at Super Nintendo. Uh, Casey so, was probably yeah. a 64, N 64 kid. So you're yeah. not real Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I was there. But there's I YouTube just... videos now. I mean, if you want to go back, do you still have uh, your oh, yeah, I NES? Yeah. So I just, you I just probably... bust out the NES, yeah. now you have your TV, play the video, yeah. you watch the guy start the level, follow. Okay. But now, talking about Mario, so I pitched my lesson today, and I'm like, I just want you to raise your hand when I read this story, when you know what story I'm talking about. 
and inside the first booklet, I've been there for this one of Super it's Mario. So fun. <laughs> inside the booklet of Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo system, there's actually a backstory, and that's kind of how like I launch into my lessons because I want the kids to build a story. Insert coin is that the name of the mission? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's basically <laughs> what it is. Yeah, so. I want the kids to build a story, and we talk about plot, we talk about setting, we talk about protagonist, antagonist, all right? Anyway, that's the backstory. So I start reading it. I'm like, welcome to the Mushroom Kingdom. I'm like, 15 hands. 15 hands are like, boom. Okay? And then, you know, we keep going. It's Princess Toadstool. You know, the evil uh, Koopa King, because it wasn't Bowser then. And yeah. uh, all the kids, their hands just start going up. Okay? By the end of the story, I've got every kid raising yeah. their hand. They know what it is. They know what it is. That's the crazy thing about it is like, I mean, I, Pokemon, like, came out when I was that age, too. And these kids are still, yeah. like, they still have Pokemon cards. Yeah. That yep. came out when I was in elementary school, I think. And, and Mario, like, everybody plays Mario. Yeah. And it's like their favorite thing in the world. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know anything about Pokemon. It was after right. my time. Yeah. But when a kid brings up a card, do I act like it's the best thing in the world? Yeah. 100% <laughs> yeah. I do. Like, uh, you know, yeah. like, you got to make those connections. Right. So I need to learn how to play Pokemon again. Oh, boy. We should try it. Yeah. My kid was arguing with me yesterday. He had this card in the back seat. Somebody at school gave him or something. I made him give it back to the kid today, by the way, too. <laughs> like, I don't think people want to give it... The XP in the corner. He's like, that's how many hit points or how many, how much damage they can give. I'm like, or no, it was, it was HP. HP. HP in the corner. Yeah. yeah. He, he thought that it was, he thought that it was how much, no, but it's how much damage they can take, can right? Take. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'm right. Yeah. So, okay. I, I am right over my six-year-old so son right now, right? That kid's going to be doing dishes all okay. week. Yeah, that exactly. kid's going to be doing dishes I'm all week. just trying to prove myself right over my six-year-old child, okay? So hit points are how much damage that Pokemon card it's, can take. Yep. Okay, it is good. the bank all of right. energy that it I'll make has, sure I'll yeah. bring that. I'll, I'll let him listen to this part of the episodes well, yeah. where you two are both agreeing with For me sure. on this. <laughs> As experts. As experts. Um, So what are some of the missions that you do? You okay? You, yeah. you just talked about the Mario one. Yeah. So the first one, well, we do digital citizenship, which is just like teaching kids how to be safe and secure, kind of online, how to act, you know, right? Um, then we kind of push into the arcade one, which I had already talked it's like about. Like your license to drive, almost. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like every kid gets a scoop of like, hey, this is how you're going to be safe online and how to kind of look out for your best interest online. Well, that's important too. Like I feel like a lot of parents would appreciate that. That is. Yep. Something you focus on. Yeah, so we cover topics like phishing, uh, password security, um, cyberbullying. So, I mean, yeah. really current Good topics. problems. Yeah. Right? Good topics. And it's yep. about the age where they're getting close to launching into a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah and some of them right. are dabbling more than others, so it's kind of that's kind of always a fine line. Like, right. how, how much do we teach? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, because then you start yeah. teaching them. That yeah, that's the for path, sure. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I mean, kind of avoid the social media aspect, and we just kind of, you know, because thirteen yeah. is usually the age for most of those social media apps. So yeah, um, we just kind of dabble into the, like, what's private information? Let's say you're playing Roblox. You know, and someone's in the chat. How should you respond? That's asking about certain things that are private information. You know, mm -hmm. just kind of role playing a little yeah. bit. Um. Okay. Yep. So digital but, citizenship, arcade. Um, then we, this year I'm doing, uh, it's called with G the arcade, oh. you're using tools. 
right? So oh, they're on their sure. computer, they're building. Yep. You do the makey-makeys with that? Yeah, yeah. And that's like, we talk about circuitry and that kind of thing too. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. the makey-makeys are definitely a part of that. And, um, you know, every kid's been to an arcade at some point in time. So it's right. really, uh, and like the end goal too, like what I really wanted to do before lumber prices skyrocketed was I was going to build an arcade cabinet and yeah. push it out into the area and then house their games, like the exceptional oh. games. On a Raspberry Pi or something? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Raspberry Pi. I actually have all the controls all cut and ready to go, but I just don't have $400 to invest in plywood. <laughs> lumber? So if any of the Tremendous 12 would like to donate. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's one of them. And then uh, we push into one that's called Gene Dillon Skate Park in Tech Decks. I can hear the groan out there. <laughs> no, the that's groan. another thing, too. But do kids so... You're introducing them to something that we had in the past. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now do kids, once they get into that, do they start buying are them you, again? Like, not... they go find <laughs> yes. tech decks? Oh, yeah. like you're... Are you not seeing? I'm just reliving my youth here. <laughs> yeah, That's all exactly. I'm doing, vicariously through the children. Um, so in that mission... <laughs> I never thought of this. This is really getting deep. I'm starting to get emotional. Um, in that mission, the kids actually learn 3D design and something called Tinkercad, which is computer-aided design. Um, it's a real kid-friendly version introduction to ticker or to CAD. Okay, um, so they design an actual skateboard ramp, um, and it's based over about six different tutorials. And then in the end, I have enough tech decks that I've purchased with uh, my own money because you know they're tech <laughs> eBay, decks. eBay purchases. I do. I really do. Yeah. And like I send out staff emails. I'm like, whoever has tech decks from middle school, yeah, right. like to donate. Oh yeah. And I've gotten a yeah. lot that way. I have. Um, so anyway, we have a skateboard day where then like oh. we spend a day literally building tech deck ramps and skate parks out of ramps we built and cardboard. And... You're funding your program yeah. from like the, the yeah. discipline protocol of the middle school. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's who I should reach out to. You should. So yeah. uh, Teach, you know, if those middle, middle school, school principals are listening <laughs> yeah. and would like to donate. Is Alpha Pod? Is that yeah. Yeah, they yeah, just they're... open up their desk drawer, and there's still 15 of them yeah. sitting in there since 2001. Oh, but like the the gimmick might be the skateboard, but there's a ton of math inside of there. So like the metric system, that is all tied in Tinker to Tinkercad. Tinker yep. Yeah. So I also teach the kids how to use a vernier caliper, which is like an engineer's caliper, and uh, we talk about scale and we talk about all sorts of things. So uh, the buy-in definitely is the skateboard. Right. But the scoop of medicine. Well, is and the like you, system. you have these kids for a little bit of time. You're gonna give them one good concept a day, right? Like, oh, you're yeah. gonna talk yeah. about, you're gonna talk about the caliper. Yep. You might end up using it more than once, but like you're gonna spend a day, not of the entire hour, but you're gonna spend this a portion of the hour. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Yeah, no, and it's and it's totally. It's you know, quick. There's it's always a, there's always a carrot at. The yeah. End. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. There has to be, but yes. that's where it goes back to the relationship part. Like, how are you gonna get them to buy in? Like, I'm gonna talk to you for a little bit of time up here about something i think you should know yeah after sure. that then we're gonna go use it or do something with it and that know? that mission too is like one where it's really self-guided I've, I've created all the content but like an example like we had a responsive classroom trainer roll through mm -hmm. and i was in the middle of this mission and she opened the door and she closed it and i was like well, who's at my door what's going on so i walk over there and she's walking away and i'm like Hey, do you do you need something? She's like, you don't have kids right now. I said, no. There's there's a classroom of thirty. Come look. She comes in. She's like, oh my gosh. Here they are with their headphones on, 
their noses are all pressed to the screen. They're all listening to my voice, and they are designing a skateboard ramp exactly yeah, to my exactly. specifications. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, is this what you do? I'm like, well, no, I'm not doing it. Like, yeah, they're, they're doing it. Yeah. That's the goal. Like, yeah. independent learning, where they are in charge. They're You're guiding actually it. doing this. Right? They're actually doing this. Oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. There's a little plug. You're you guys actually... need a soundboard where you can go, z- like, bazinga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time somebody says it. Yeah. And then my last mission is, um, it's Mars Rover. And I was really like lucky to get a little cash infusion to buy some robots that were like precisely codable. Like, so if you tell them to go hundred centimeters, they will go about a hundred centimeters yeah. every time. They, they will fall within what, a couple What are they? Sphero Rovers. Okay. Yeah. And they're almost like a tank track. Yeah. And, uh, I've, I've seen them yeah. before. Yeah. So, and that one's a lot of measurement. Um, so the kids learn to kind of autonomously code robots to run a course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they do a little bit of graphing. Like, I give them a Martian landscape with these different obstacles, and then they have to, like, try to figure out, all right, does it have to turn 90, 270, 180? Mm-hmm. How many seconds does it need to go? And it's really rewarding for them because, like, they instantly see... Have you noticed any of my old students coming in there and knowing how to do that? Oh, they. <laughs> Meet and exceed. Right, I'm like, exactly. That's a, that is a Mr. Ryerson yeah. kid. Were you in Mr. Ryerson's class last year? Yeah. No. no. I bought the I, the room, they're like Roomba, iRobot Roomba, vac, like the vacuums oh, yeah. that people have in you their take houses. take them home over the weekend? <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't vacuum, though. That's the only problem. But it's like that base setup. Neither do we. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, uh, and it's the same thing. You know, I always bust them out when we're doing geometry. Perfect. But, yeah, it's great. We can do the interior angles, do all that stuff. And, but it's amazing how well, and I, my third graders, I give them to them and I'm like, here, here's the website I posted on the classroom. Boom, go to it. Within a matter of minutes, they have their robot probably doing something that maybe i like i want them to do this and they're having the robot talk but they're still for sure coding it and then we get back on track and we're doing it but that's the one thing with mine is that they're meant they're actually meant for a whiteboard so they mag they have magnet they They run on the wall yeah they stick to the whiteboard and you can shove a marker in them and they can like draw the picture on the board it is sweet but if we code them on the carpet and then put them on the board it's different yeah and then we talk about friction. We talk about you know all that yeah. stuff. So it's teachable it moment, up, right? It brings up a bunch of stuff. Um. So moving forward, what do you like? What things do you think you're preparing these kids for in the future? Like, how is this affecting the students that are going through Gene Dillon right now and experiencing these things? How is that affecting them moving forward? Yeah, I I think my biggest thing that I like to impart on my kids is like, you know, some learning is self directed. You know what I mean? Like with the skate park mission, a lot of it's tutorials. And I tell the kids, like, I mean, sitting around this table here, what have you fixed watching YouTube, Mr. Woods? Yeah. Snowmobile. <laughs> like, there's a laundry list of things, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, not yeah. to be punny, like, but I've literally blower. fixed a dryer in my basement <laughs> using YouTube. Using YouTube. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, like, I think. That, that one day when YouTube was down, like, how am I going to fix all my <laughs> I mean, like, that's the learning landscape. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that is the it future is. for these kids. Like, yeah. if there's something they don't know how to do, where are they going to go? Right. 
and do or the creation of those videos. Yeah. I mean, who? Yeah, they they do know how to do something, and I mean, you do the X Steam yeah, yeah. program, yeah. so you're teaching these kids all sorts of ways to put their product out too. Yeah. So we definitely, yeah, we take we learn from video, but we also talk about like the media creation part with X Steam. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's that's also a big piece of it too. Like we should know. probably talk about X your oh, X team with your Eagle Eye News because that's something pretty special too. That has grown way outside of what I ever thought yeah, it was right? going to grow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And like, so Eagle Eye is our weekly news program at Gene Dillon, and it's really, I think we're like a hundred and thirty some episodes deep. We do about thirty five a year, wow. and uh, we've never missed a Friday. That is our claim to fame. That's awesome. Yeah. It's hard. Even you know through what? COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, even through COVID, yeah. Um, some of my best episodes were from COVID. Honestly, that's when kind of that awakening moment of, like, this is this is more than me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was this, this thing that brought everyone together. Yeah, so, when I mean, Casey, you were sitting in the room. We were listening to, like, Governor Waltz, and it was, like, the end of times. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. that's kind of yeah. what it was. It like, did. it was really doom and gloom. Just like ominous, yeah. It was a Thursday night, and I sent out my eagle eye that basically prepped kids like, hey, here's how you get into a Google Classroom. And I felt like Will Smith, which I know that's cliche right now. <laughs> um, I felt like Will Smith. Uh, Keep that I'm, name out of your mouth. I, <laughs> no, please. We don't want to be canceled before we've started. <laughs> uh, but, like, I am legend. You know where he sends out the radio broadcast to, like, people that aren't probably listening? Yep. He's like, uh, this is so-and-so, and I am here at this... Like, yeah. I, I know it seems silly now because we know what it is now, but at the time, it felt really real. Yeah. And, like, so I sent my eagle eye out on Friday morning, and we went to work. We had a normal day. Casey was there. We were all just doing our normal stuff, trying to get prepped for distance learning, kind of stopping out Google Classroom fires. And I came home, and a kid had sent me a stop-motion movie that was, like, epic proportion because in that eagle eye i had asked the kids like hey i need content like we got to keep this going like this is something we got to keep going and he sent me like the coolest lego stop motion movie and like it totally lifted my spirits and like i almost was crying like even yeah. now i'm like ugh, it's you know great. what i mean like right. it was like well this this is bigger than me and i need to keep it going well and I, <clears throat> just planting that seed to like get the kids so interested in something. Yeah. You know. Oh, I, I did Canva the other day in my class. Was it a Canva we were, classroom? We did well, yeah, and I set up a Canva classroom. Okay. okay. And we did book covers. Like I just said basically like a mission old style yeah. when I was in Steam. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, you have to create a book. First you need to think about what it's about, whatever, come up with a title, and then make a cover for a book." So they did that. Now I have like five kids that are like 15 pages deep in a story about the book cover that they started. Awesome. You know, <laughs> what the so they put it, they took their image from Canva, popped it into a Google slide and they've just been. And that was your hook. Adding is it. That was your hook. And I also had kids that created birthday invites on Canva the night after. Like they just, boom, they're in. They, they do it. Yeah. You know, Zach has had kids after being the 3D printing side of his classroom. Then they'll talk their parents into buying them a 3D printer at home. Oh, yeah. And they'll just yeah. boom, 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 printing yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. And that goes back to the question that I originally started with is, like, how are you impacting these kids? It's You're giving them a really good idea of things that in the future they could do. Yeah. And they're already good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Give them experiences. Show them that they can be successful. And then sit back and just kind of 
guide on the side, man. I know that sounds terrible because that's cliche, but 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 that's like we've talked about it a lot. Like you're independent learning, you know, where you are giving them the content, kind of, you know, here it is, here's how to start. Go, yeah. you know, yeah. go, and and that's a lot of people do that in their own classrooms too. You know, you probably notice it a lot from your fourth grade kids coming in. Oh, for sure. Like how how independent were their was their experience in third grade or fourth grade when you see them from year to year, yeah. and how much more they're in charge of their learning. And I think the integration part, like too, the landscape is changing too. Like kids are more comfy as they come in. I'm not teaching the basic computer yeah right. you know what i mean like we're just like all right let's run well is the basic computer necessary right now N- not anymore they're getting it yeah at a young age they're getting it before they even hit school yeah before they even hit school and and even if not before they hit school they get I've, it i've been in oh, the oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all right here we go <laughs> when the kindergartners are taking the map test yes. on the first okay. week of okay. school okay. and okay. they don't know how to use a mouse all right that's that's five i've also yes. been there <laughs> yes. okay <laughs> All right, I can't disagree with you on that one, but but like just the idea of the, yeah yeah the one interactive I mean, media they they know they know it they know it. Yeah. They here's, know the, it. They here's the funny thing though it. if it was a touch screen oh yeah you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. the learning landscape well and changing. that's a, our <laughs> kindergartners that it's still like well going to the map te- talking about the map test too is like they don't they know how to interact with the device that's in front of them we use um ipads at horse may for our kids to take their map tests our kindergartners so they know how to use the ipad but do they know how to use that to take a test yeah because they know where this stuff is for the test or you know they're used to games where it's pointing an arrow at something that they need to click on yeah like they're getting used to that well the map test doesn't do that. Pearson, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I, I think kids are, they're beyond that. You know, I do think that it, yeah. I know, and we hear a lot. And always come to school with background knowledge. Yeah. And, and I think, like, leaning into that background knowledge is the big key, right? Oh, well, background knowledge and showing is, interest in yeah. what they're interested in. That's something. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah, t- comparing it to tech background knowledge, and that just is that's a huge. That goes for everything. Yeah. A student's vocabulary is affected by that. Their math skills are affected by that. I don't know if I brought it up before, but like reading a clock, your oh, parents yeah. are talking about quarter after or in a half an hour we're gonna leave. Like, I notice as a teacher that there are families that don't use that terminology, and I have kids that are like, what are you talking about? Right? They're totally lost. Yeah. In our resource areas, we have analog clocks. Yeah. And the kids come into my room to check the digital. And you know what? I I let them. Like, it's a safe haven. Like, come on in. Check the clock, man. We got an easy clock in here. Come on in. Like, it's not even necessarily an easy clock. It's just like, this this is what the world, you know, this is what the world rolls on now. Like... You'll never have a calculator in your pocket. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Don't give me. Video games are a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't give me started on Rubik's cubes because I will not stop talking about What's that. What's Rubik's cubes, please? You read the book. Oh, yeah, I read the Erno Rubik's autobiography. Oh really? And 
like he talks about how it came to be like right at this perfect time before the digital world took off, but it's all like it's an algorithm. It's an algorithm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he likes to call them routines. Oh, because he doesn't want to sound too math and have it be approachable. <laughs> you lose people. You lose people. <laughs> right. We all know that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, I lost track of the point of what I was saying. <laughs> before but, the digital age. Yeah, before the digital age. Uh, we'll cover yeah. for you. Yeah. No, it's, it's like gone. a Rubik's Cube. We're just not going to solve that today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember, I mean, we're almost to the end of this, but my yeah. advice to myself as a fourth grade student was invest in a good helmet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Proof. There's proof. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think when we do our first live episode instead of the Wayne's world deal, yeah. you might have to just wear a hockey helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like texted Woods for concussion advice because I kind of had the same thing happen. I was like, I just... did you get super better? I, I invested in a good helmet. Let's oh. put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what happened to your pickup? Uh, okay, so we went on a little family trip to Florida. It was great. My kids are beach kids, so um, it it wasn't parks, which I like. Yep. Um, but coming home, we took a red eye because, you know, we're teachers. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, coming into the Niswa um, stoplight by Holiday and the Wendy's, I clanged the dough, just hammered it, and uh, woke up my whole family because it was like 2 in the morning. Uh, Slamming on the brakes. Know. And, or... like, my wife's family, oh, yeah, 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 my wife's family lives in Brainerd, and she's, like, instantly, like, we are going to my parents'. You know what my solution was? Leather work gloves and bend that fender out. <laughs> We're gonna get home, yeah. boys. <laughs> We've been away too long. Yeah, you kind of get like a homing pigeon. You do. Yeah. We yeah. have a, seems to be interviewing people that have either been on vacation or just coming. I know, right? Yeah. 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 Well, Tis also we've had a winter that has been going on way oh, too long, so people do need to escape. As we sit in a camper. As we sit in a camper. Yeah, exactly. By snow. <laughs> well, this, this might actually be the first uh, episode that I re-listened to, because I'm gonna have to figure out what I was trying, to, what dots I was trying to connect. It's with that the, Rubik's cube. It'll Rubik's come cube. out yeah. next episode. That's a good start to the yeah. next episode. We're gonna finish the thoughts of Dana. <laughs> The concussed brain yeah. of Dana will be figured out. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, this fun. is awesome. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, Travis isn't on in the Twitter world, mm. although he probably should no. be. You'd think he that was. he gets most of his ideas from Twitter, but <laughs> I, he just uh, yeah, he didn't yeah, really answer that question. Him. I feel like he was that a Twitter. Fun. Was there a Twitter question in there? No, it was where do you yeah, find your well, stuff, yeah. but. We know you find your tech decks on eBay, but we're not really sure where you find everything else. The mysteries of my garage. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's it too. It's like you're doing something at home that you think would be cool to do at school. And you're like, hey, I can totally tie this in, right? Maker for life, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for, thanks for, well, inviting us over to your camper, too. <laughs> yeah. This is not actually our studio. We're still waiting for our studio. What do you but... rent it, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, is yeah. your it's, rent? It's available. I don't know if you're going to get cookies every time, but. Uh... Good. Thanks, Kate, for the cookies. Yeah. yeah we got another listener. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good job, guys. That was awesome. It was fun. Enjoy the episode. 
Let us know if you uh, want to get a hold of us. If you have anybody that wants to interview, or if you yourself want to interview, or if you want to uh, us to interview anybody that you think would be great. Enjoy. Thank you.